Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back for another episode of Sister in Creation, Inside the Mind of an Awakening Master. For those joining for the very first time, hey girl, hey. My name is Malia. I'm a full-time healer and emotion therapist, born and mostly raised in New Zealand. I created this podcast to give a voice to the inner workings of my mind on topics and questions that I am frequently faced with as a healer. And today, we're going to be chatting about dun, 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 boundaries. Now, I don't know about you, but when I became a healer, I was really confused about what the job description entailed. You know, because every other job has that stereotypical job description that outlines the do's and don'ts of your position. And I'm sorry to break it to you, sis, but this job doesn't come with a description. And it's because we don't have a description for our title that so many healers struggle with their authentic identity. It's why they struggle with being heard, with being seen, and with standing in their power. But, like, what the heck does that even mean? Basically, and here's the cool part, basically it means that you get to decide. You decide the terms, you decide the investment, you decide the format. You literally decide your entire job description. Isn't that cool? And this is why healthy boundaries are super important for healers. Not only for themselves, but for the people that they work with, with their friends and with their families. And if I'm being honest with you, this conversation is going to help you regardless of if you are a healer or not. Because healers are predominantly the people that I serve. I'm just going to speak to them specifically. But it'll still apply to you and you can take the teachings that I give today. So, if you are a healer that is struggling with creating, upholding or maintaining your boundaries with friends, families and clients... It's time to look at the foundation that your boundaries were founded upon. The foundation of boundaries begins with what you believe your responsibilities are as a healer. And for me, this responsibility looks like making sure that I'm in the clearest state I can possibly be in for each of my client sessions. And this means making sure that I'm well rested, that I'm doing continual belief work on myself with a coach, and that I'm also recognizing when I need to ask for help and actually going out and asking for that help than trying to stay trapped and isolated so I can figure it out myself. That's the worst thing you can do, by the way. The, uh, my next responsibility is upholding client confidentiality. Everything that is shared with me in the sanctuary of an appointment is sacred and cannot be shared without permission. The next one is not bringing any of my own prejudices and judgments into appointments. And this one is huge because us healers can be very opinionated. We can be very judgmental. So if this is something that you are battling with, girl, I think it's time that you hide yourself a coach or a healer that can help you address these things. Because it can really limit the kind of help that you give your clients, but also the kinds of people that you can attract into your space to help. 
the next thing is being punctual. Being at least 20 minutes early to your appointment so you can set the energy intention for the space. Next is to bring the hype, bring the balance, bring the clarity and bring perspective. Now for me, I reflect emotions. This means that my emotional responses reflect the internal ongoings of my clients and it expresses itself outwardly with the antidote that is required for them. So basically, if something doesn't feel aligned for a client, I feel that uncomfortability and I bring with it perspective. If something lights up a client, if it makes them feel excited, overjoyed, my entire body will sing. It will radiate excitement and connection. If they are out of balance, my body will let me know and it will welcome self-love, it will welcome compassion and understanding. Also, when they need to swallow a few hard pills, perspective and accountability also is welcomed. Now, once you've hashed all of that out, you've really got to look at all the things that you don't have responsibility for, that aren't your responsibility. For example, I am not responsible for my client's healing. I have the tools, the knowledge, the understanding and perspective that will help them heal. But unless they claim and accept the healing, nothing that I will do can help them change. Also, if that doesn't make any sense, Here's a little, you know, explanation for you. If you go to a doctor and they prescribe you antibiotics to help you heal something in your body, but you don't take the antibiotics, is that the doctor's fault that you didn't heal or as quickly as you thought you could have? No, it's not the doctor's fault. Next is, it is not my responsibility to make sure my clients fulfill the action steps or tasks that we have set out in our sessions. They are accountable for their own actions and I am only there to shine a spotlight on what is preventing them from achieving their goals, dreams and desires and then to give them strategies and tips and, you know, different healing approaches to help them combat that. It's not my responsibility to force my clients to be radically honest with themselves. Yes, it is an outline that in order to be doing work on yourself, you need to be honest with yourself. But some folks aren't ready for that just yet. As an intuitive, I have an inbuilt truth detector, thanks to my intuition, that lets me know when a client is withholding truth from themselves or from me. But unless it is detrimental truth that is preventing the healing that they've come to me for, I won't address it. It's not my responsibility to make decisions for my clients. I am only here to help my clients make empowered decisions that will help them create, heal or transform. All decision making is the sole responsibility of the client 
This also means that the positive or negative consequence of their decision making is their sole responsibility. And last but not least, how my clients interpret what I share is not my responsibility. My gosh, was this one a biggie for me. I spent a lot of my life feeling misunderstood by people. And because of this, I always found myself trying to explain why. This reflected in my business when I would meet resistance from clients. And obviously this no longer occurs because I have some kick-ass boundaries. So I want to invite you to take a few moments to really get clear on what is and what isn't your responsibility as a healer. Write it down, journal about it. And then once you've done this, you'll have clarity on what your boundaries are because these responsibilities are your boundaries. By returning back to these things that I have listed, but also what you'll be writing down for yourself, it'll then be your responsibility to keep yourself accountable for upholding these boundaries. The great thing about these boundaries is that they can be adopted into every relationship. The only thing that changes is the name. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, go ahead and share this on your socials and with your friends and family. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook by searching Malia Mikuli. I'd love to know what your thoughts were on this topic and what conversations this sparked for you. But until next time, I'll see you later.